Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So Governor DeSantis, I kind of really feel bad for people who really love, love, love Florida and can't stand the governor mm-hmm. because it seems like he just... He's wants been, to like I don't know how you could fully fuck with Disney. Um, <laughs> he's about to do it to himself and try to get away with it. But I know, and everybody else knows that Disney is its own world in, in itself. Not even trying to be literal. Like to try to to try to just change that. I don't feel like it's going to end well for Governor DeSantis. Not, who? Whose money, the question is, whose money do you think is longer? Disney money or DeSantis money? Disney, Des- because they've been around DeSantis, for over, ha- over half a century. DeSantis money, th- DeSantis thinks that he has all of Florida's money. He has term limits on his money, mostly eight years. And he don't really even have the whole state with him. One thing you don't do that he going to find out is, you don't, you don't fuck with the mouse, dog. At all. <laughs> you don't, like... It's just a thing like that's a that nigga is a gangster, the mouse. Like he will he has sued people, <laughs> uh shut people shut things up very quickly before they even get started. He don't allow no copyright infringement, nothing. We'll get it he'll get it done in the middle of the night in a black man. Let me shut up. <laughs> um okay what is going <laughs> yeah right okay it's b613 level with the mouse you don't right. fuck with the mouse i feel like it's just the whole don't say gay law um being enforced and feeling like disney also has to follow that and they're just like nah we're we side with the gays I feel like you just leave that. That's a losing battle within itself. And that's the thing. Disney had never spoken up on it before. They were always neutral. No. And But because he made this bill, people put public pressure on them to have to speak up. And it's like, well, yeah, well, well, we can't alienate them. We stand with the gays for exactly. sure. Exactly. And so by doing this, he's creating this whole thing on himself. Now it's going here to where he's trying to restrict their their own, their little self-governance thing they have within Disney that was been written in. He's just trying mm-hmm. to invalidate it, say it's not even it, – it, it's not even valid anymore. And I think that on the other side of this, exactly, he's going to find himself on the other side of favor, man. I feel and like he he's going to lose the lawsuit. And, and lose the election. And lose the, hopefully. And I'm just pulling up. I'm here to just watch this man demise who started on himself. Give me the popcorn. I think it's about time the Girl Scout cookies not in order to come in. Let's get the Samoas pull up to the NCNN and watch it go down because he's about to do it to himself. I feel like even having a, a law no, that's saying don't say gay within itself when you have people who are proud to just be themselves is a losing battle. Like, yeah. it's not going to end in a way that you think it's going to end. You don't not in this day and time. You don't fuck with the so, You're going to find out. We'll see. Mm. <laughs> you ready? Yep. Let's start the show. I've been... I've been working all night, now I need to hear you call my name, where you at, 
on the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going on. Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the On The Way Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your way to see Alex Isley next week at the Blue Note. You can listen to this podcast on your way to Van Van's concert. But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes, it's me. Sylvie Jones. How are you? I'm feeling really good. Happy to be back alive in this space in this time. Um, we took a little some time off to get some things together and we're back. And it feels really good. Um, I've had a good, well, my last week was pretty cool. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the home concert that I watched, um, later on. But other than that, I just had a really good time. I connected with some friends and, you know, I've just been chilling. Um, other than that, I've just been surviving and thriving in spring, in this cold ass spring. How are you, Khalil? Doing well, doing well. Grateful that it's not that hot-ass pre-summer week and spring we had last week. Mm. Wasn't here for it. <laughs> Y'all could keep it. But, you know, I'm doing pretty good. R.I.P. to Harry Belafonte. Right. Black legends. God bless, you know. Back in the time of upstanding black folk. <laughs> um, Don Lemon got fired from CNN. That was kind of crazy. Yikes. I remember the weekend he came up. It was during Whitney's death. That's the first time anybody really started paying attention, in my opinion, to like him for real, for real. Mm. Because he was the weekend anchor and it happened on a Sunday. And ever since then, he just kind of like burned a place in black people's minds. He was kind of controversial before that. And he would say some things. We'd be like, eh, eh, is he one of us? Right. And then after a while, when things got really tough, when the Black Lives Matter joint came out, he had to pick a side and he picked. Started growing that hair out. Started growing that little joint into a little fro. I'm going to miss the fun New Year's <laughs> Eves. <laughs> oh, we don't yeah. get that anymore. Oh, no. They they let them get plastered. <laughs> they would get bigger. They let them get plastered that one night on CNN. It happened more than once. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That one night a year, they let them get plastered. Um, Yeah. And also, though, better news, Tucker Carlson got fired. Hopefully, exactly. costing them $800 million. They said, hey, they're partner. Because the crazy thing about that is they told him to do that stuff. They allowed it. Like, they wanted it. They knew that it would increase their viewership until it cost them $800, $8 million. I would counter suit, like, y'all told me to do it. We'll but, see. Yeah, but he, uh, you know, yeah, that, I'm glad that's got to go. And also had a great 51st season stage managing once again with the T-neck Terpsichoreans. Which nice. Great. It was great. Always great to uh, teach and give back and, and help put up a show for those kids, man. It's great. Love that. Yeah. All right. Well, you ready? Yep. Let's get into the weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. Weekly playlist. It's the weekly playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly, where we release it every week. 
this week we've got Enigmatic Society by Dinner Party. Hip Hop 50, Volume 2 by Swiss Beats. Southern Delicacy by Jalen Josie. And LFO EP by Subtract. This week for my first project, I had Enigmatic Society by Dinner Party, who's comprised of Kamasi Washington, Terrace Martin, Ninth Wonder, and Robert Glasper. This is their third studio album. And of course, some of the producers were them, as well as Soundwave, High Tech, and Trevor Lawrence. The features on here were from Felix, Aaron Ray, Aunt Clemens, and Tank. <clears throat> and Tank. Okay. Terrace Martin <laughs> and them got together with Tank mm-hmm. and made some R and R and boot. Um they were also at Coachella. That's the only set that I saw. Oh, really? That's the only thing that I really sat and watched. Oh. And it was worth it. The sound was messed up at the, at the beginning. Did they stream it tw- two weekends in a row? I only watched weekend one. Oh, but me too. Do you know if they... St- I don't think they stream the second I one. couldn't tell you. But yeah. But anyway, um, they're a jazz super group. Of course, we know this was just another perfect project. There were some instrumentals on there where that, you, that were just the perfect intersection between jazz and hip hop. And then I kept listening and then just out of nowhere started hearing some amazing runs with nothing but a piano and soul harmonies. And then I learned that Terrace Martin blessed us with the talk box and the sin and this brother Felix and Tank. Mm. Need I say more? I just paused for a minute and I said, are y'all crazy? Probably. <laughs> it, was, it was just so dope and quick and good. I said, are y'all crazy? And then um, I also knew the Can't Go Felix. I knew the Can't Go featuring Felix sample from um, the 2 Chains use of the same sample and Can't Go for that. Mm-hmm. Like the jazz hip hop use of that was really dope. It was dope as hell. Just always, it was a great album from top to fit from bottom. Glad I got to know Felix as an artist. Aaron Ray was performing with them at Coachella. Um, Aaron Ray is good. Dinner Party album is always. Oh, always. For my first project this week, I had Hip Hop 50 Volume 2 EP by Swizz Beats. He is a Bronx native DJ, producer, hype beast, songwriter, and rapper. Um, Swizz Beats has known for collaborating with several artists such as Jay-Z, Nas, Lil Wayne, Rough Riders, DMX. Um, the list goes on and on. His first studio album released in 2007 with One Man Bandman 
and his second in 2018 with Poison. I don't know why I skipped that one. I forgot about that, I think. I don't know. It was like a... Mm-hmm. But anywho, now we have Hip Hop 50 Volume 2, the EP. This EP is only six tracks long, and it has features from a few albums, from a few artists. Now, when I first saw the teaser trailer for this EP, it said, like, Swiss Beats, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne. And I was like, oh, oh my God, nostalgic. Oh, they Um, really listed Jay-Z. They listed Jay-Z. But turns out Jay Z is sampled on the track "This Shit Right Here" I don't featuring like Lil when Wayne. They do that. Right. I did that before one time. I don't like. Right. That. So I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, but that track was cool with Lil Wayne. It wasn't my favorite, but it was cool. It gave me real nostalgic Wayne lyrics of just random things that come out of his head, and the beat was pretty cool. Um, I did also enjoy Runaway with Nas. Uh, that song, it was real Zaza, as Swiss Beast was saying, Zaza, New York um, st- style rapping. My favorite, favorite, favorite song has to be Take Em Out featuring Jada Kiss and Benny the Butcher. I feel like that track, the Jada Kiss verse itself, goes so hard. My favorite, one of my favorite Kiss verses, probably. All, all tough guys play the bathroom. They looking for fire, I put the gas to them. Bullshitting while I'm trying to talk cash to them. Especially since the corner's the new classroom. Congratulations, jail of death is graduation. It all really depends on your infatuations. This is D-Boy Pimmonship. Brunch with the plug, sea bash, finish dip. Yeah, real intimate. Cigar and a glass of vino, big business shit. Take them out, take them out, bring them out, dead, dead. Shine them up, shine them up, shine them up. Hey, hey, one gun, two gun, three gun, four, four, one. It's all about the And I also love to take them out, beat. As well as uh, Say Less with Lil Durk and A Boogie, I feel like that one was pretty cool. All in all, this EP was okay. Um, I feel like I can listen to Swiss Beats um, in spurts, his productions in spurts, but not in, like, it's a whole sitting in its entirety. Um, I do like the fact that it was just an EP, and it was short and simple. Um, But, yeah, I feel like it was pretty okay to me. This week for my second project, I had Southern Delicacy by Jalen Josie, who's from Atlanta, Georgia. This is her fifth project. Uh, she had zero features on this album. Some of the producers were uh, Ba, Chris Carey, Marcus Reddick, Seth, and Durst Emil II, mm. a.k.a. DeMille. Um, so I first heard Jalen last month when I saw her open for Ari Lennox at Terminal 5. Nice. There were, there were two um, openers. I just want to say that that show was a prime example of the main thing that you need to be able to do as a singer is sing. Mm-hmm. I only knew a couple of Ari Lennox songs going. I had like listened to the album to refresh myself, but I didn't remember everything. And I spent the whole time loving everything that I heard her sing. And that was the same thing with Jalen. I had never heard of her. I had just listened to her. I had just heard her right there. She had that dress on. I mean, she had an impressive dress. That's the thing. You got to get did something to catch the eye she knew what she was doing with that dress but more than that it was that voice and it was so good to make you say that i'll definitely listen to more of that when it comes out and so lo and behold here we are 
with her second studio album, Southern Delicacy. You would like to know that she made her Broadway debut as Pearl Krabs in the critically acclaimed SpongeBob, SpongeBob the, the musical? musical. Wow. Um, yeah, she was also in the Adelco Awards Best Musical for 2019, The Secret Life of Bees off Broadway. Nice. Um, and so she immediately brings you in the, mu- with the she immediately brings you in with the musicality of the intro and then her vocals and pay for my drink. And it's just the whole vibe, the interludes and everything. Once you get to man in your bed, it's kind of like a, uh, <laughs> you can hear the range of her voice for the first time. I think take me higher is another one. Uh, it's the the live instrumentation to take me higher is so dope and the title track southern delicacy i think gives you a a great introspective into just who she is as a person what she can do as a singer but really into like you know who she is as an artist to save it for last was really cool nice for my second project this week i had another ep this one is lfo by subtract he's a musician and producer from the uk who's signed to xl recordings subtract has been releasing music since 2009 with his first ep music lace that's an interesting title track um, I first discovered him in 2011 with his self-titled album, and that dropped. Um, Wildfire is still one of my favorite songs, featuring Little Dragon. S- Subtract has collabed with artists such as Sampha, M.I.A., Radiohead, Jesse Ware, and many more. LFO is the seventh EP as we wait the release of his fourth studio album next month. This EP only had four songs, and I enjoyed them top two bottom first off the title track lfo with sampha and george riley was really really good mm-hmm. i always appreciate an eclectic sampha track he is definitely one of my favorite artists um i just something about his voice that just it just, just makes me ascend i don't know i can't describe it but yeah it's, it's something ethereal. about it's that ethereal, like mm-hmm. the, and it's soulful at the same time. i love that favorite was forward which i'm not sure whose vocals were on that song but i love the way that he cut up the whole track um the my third favorite was days go by featuring toro y moi which is best listened to with headphones on in the dark like so you can just really feel it mm. um and last but not least was waiting featuring tizo touchdown i really really enjoyed this ep mm. um i'm glad i stumbled upon it and um, it makes me want to go back and listen to his his uh, first album again. Mm. This week for our honorable mentions, we had the singles. 
Part of Your World by Hallie from the Little Mermaid soundtrack. The Gym by Angie Stone and Music Soul Child. Double Fantasy by The Weekend and Future. And No More Lies by Thundercat and Tame Impala. time for music news all right what happened this week Khalil this week we found out that the Fugees might not never get back together um because Proswell is going to he was found guilty on Wednesday of 10 counts um related to foreign influence campaign scheming wow it had to do with the Malay with a Malaysian businessman and the Chinese government Charges included conspiracy to defraud the United States government and making foreign and conduit campaign contributions. And one of them was concealing material facts and two counts of making a false entry in a record in connection with the conspiracy. Bottom line, he was doing some work, I think, for the Obama campaign back in like 2012, and he accepted around $20 million from this Malaysian businessman. Mm. And um, he took, and then there was also somebody who wanted to get close to uh, get a picture with Barack Obama. So he took money for that as well. And then he would take some of that money and donate it to the campaign. So they just want to be clear the Obamas, they didn't know nothing about this. They didn't have no, they nothing about how he was funneling this extra money he was making into the campaign. Um, and then he was also, he's also being accused of working with the Chinese government to help influence American politics, you know, like. Those are treasonous charges, brother. I hope that you know that twenty million. <laughs> Was Ooh. it worth it? Ooh. What a ghetto superstar! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is what you are. Exactly. Coming from afar. Yikes! Now Reach behind them bars. <laughs> Go, Van Van! <laughs> oh my God! Oh That's my God! That's what we need a Van Van to do. <laughs> That's it. Anyways, in other music news. In other music news. um, While we're gone, I got to watch from the comfort of my own home, um, Coachella. Mm. Weekends one and weekends one mainly. Um, I caught some of Friday, one of my favorite sets. Were burn a boy, of course. Kill this, shut it down. Saturday was the day that I was kind of glued to YouTube. I had them three tabs open, was looking the stage this, stage that, stage that. But the most part, Coachella has a good, in my opinion, for the artists that I want to, I want to actually want to see. Like it was good that like I can focus on one screen at a time, and I didn't have to go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other 
indie artists that I didn't really know about. I wasn't really, you know, checking for on another stage. And then they had someone that I was checking for on, like, the main stage. Undeniably, the thing about these festivals is the the experience that you'll have is definitely there in person. Mm-hmm. But the best view that you have... The comfort of your own <laughs> home. Okay. It's not dusty. All right. <laughs> exactly. You can go to the bathroom when you want if and you still need, come back and come have on. that same exact Woo. spot. <laughs> okay. You want to be up close? You up close there. We all pandemic babies now. We know the comfort of a home okay, for virtual hello. festival. One of my favorite, favorite, favorite sets, I would have to say, um, was Willow Smith's set. Killed it. Caliucci's. Killed it. Rosalia. 10 out of 10. Mm. Killed it. Did I understand any of the lyrics? No. But amazing yeah, set. No Loved it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bad Bunny. Killed mm, it. Mm, mm. Labyrinth. Now, this is... This is one of the times I stayed up kind of late. Labyrinth, I remember watching it here at 1 a.m., so it was probably like 10 p.m. in Cali. Oh, yeah, I heard beautiful, about Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful set. Yeah. I loved it. I, I I caught only some of Weekend 2, but Weekend 1, I loved it. Weekend 2 is when he brought out Zendaya, Zendaya. to do all of us. I heard about um, that. Love that, love that. Even for the first time ever, I saw Blackpink. Hell yeah, what did you think? I texted you a whole thing about that. Say it again. Oh, okay. So I, I thought I get the hype. I get the K-pop hype. Um, I don't really care for K-pop, but I see why Blackpink headlined. Shout out to being one of the first, well, the first ever Korean um group to headline Coachella. I feel like that was super fucking major, mm-hmm. and I see it. But what I really wanted to see and stay up for was Frank Ocean. Now, weekend one, Frank Ocean had me up literally until about one two in the morning and then it was announced through youtube that he's not going to be live streaming his performance was i surprised i was i was never thought it was going to happen not really but i was i was more disappointed i'm not that surprised though but i was more disappointed ocean just all of a sudden going to open up to y'all yeah i know I know. He's one of them. When he comes out, he's going to come and make a stamp and make a bag so he don't have to come back out for a while. He ain't giving y'all nothing for free. Right. I mean, we know. We know. But, you know, we just wanted to, you know. Yeah. Um. Like, also, yeah. his set, it took him a while to come out. About an hour and a half his set was late. I did find the live stream through TikTok. Yep, shout girl, out to TikTok, some yo. Girl, some girl's like a... Yes. Shout a, out to... I think her name was like hero. Megan. Shout out to fucking TikTok. She was right there in the front row. I found her through TikTok and then I finally went to her IG and I saw that shit like a little more clear because somebody on TikTok was streaming her live on, on, on IG and I was like, why am I looking at this through, through triple screens? I'm about to go to her IG. Mind <laughs> <laughs> you. Mind you, Claude. I'm like, it's like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's three o'clock in the morning. It's Sunday. About to go. It's, it's Miss Dinner Monday morning. I'm like, I gotta see Frank Ocean. I gotta see it. Um, for the most part, what we did find out is that his set completely changed. Um, he was supposed to have a whole bunch of ice skaters and this big, uh, a whole different set. It changed last minute, which caused the hour and a half delay. Um, and for the most part, Frank Ocean did not come out out and perform out to the crowd. Um, he did address the crowd and speak to them about basically it's been a long time. A lot of things has happened. He mentioned the fact that the last time that he was at Coachella was with his brother um, who passed away in 2020, RIP. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it, his brother would be very proud, and it's a very nostalgic moment for um, him. He did perform some songs from his projects, like Nikes and Chanel, um, and and um, fuck uh, Ivy. But some songs they performed, they were like remix versions, kind of. So I was a little bit thrown off about that, as well as Frank not really performing, performing the song. So when I saw a clip of him performing Nights, because I did eventually fall asleep, so I had to get you know more of a recap the next day. I saw a clip of him performing Nights, and the track was playing, and Frank was just bopping and just dancing with the crowd. And it was like, you're not performing the song. He wasn't performing a song. He was dancing along. And, of course, I would have loved to dance along with him. But I'm saying if I paid Coachella money to see specifically Frank Ocean, I stood out all day, you better perform them songs, brother. Like, you better better make this money work. I I, could have stayed home for that. We also found out that Frank Ocean did injure himself a few days before. um, So he could not do the performance that he needed, that he wanted to do. And then later on... A few like, days later, found out ankle. it wasn't really fuck us. But a few days later, found out that he dropped out of Weekend Two's performance um, because of doctor's orders. Kind of very disappointing. Would you say Frank Ocean is the male Lauren Hill? No, maybe one album, a couple of I mean two albums. Frank three Frank, actually. Yeah, I mean, Frank Ocean didn't have. But I mean, like one that like was like the worldwide like banger, and it was just like bowed out. It's like you know. Yeah, I feel like he was. He know? did say that there's new music on the way, so I feel like he did anticipate probably having like this type of performance that we wanted to see, and I feel like maybe last minute nerves and everything, anxiety probably took over, and which is why he performed a lot of it not really in the view of the crowd um, for whatever reason. Um, I hope that brother... What do you mean not in the view of the crowd? Like he people was... People couldn't see him? People couldn't really see him. He was like farther in like the back of like the stage. What? Him in the whole, yeah. Oh? Yeah, Frank Ocean wasn't like up front. You went to the Frank Ocean concert set and... And was to just... To go see him and you couldn't see him? Nah, really. hear him? Nope. He came out to talk and stuff. You could hear him? Yeah. I could hear that on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, he opened it up with thinking about you, but, like, we did, couldn't really see him. So, which is, I, I just pray for, I just pray for his healing. I feel like Frank Ocean um, probably is still working through a lot of things. He did deal with, you know, the unexpected passing of his brother. So, I just pray for his healing, and yeah. I, I'm not going to count him out as an artist. On the way, listeners, what did you think of Coachella 2023? Tweet us at On the Way Weekly and let us know. We're gonna go, and we'll be right back. We're back, and it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues. 
as we see them through our point of view. What happened this week, Khalil? This week, we got to give it up for Dennis Barnes, who's about to graduate from high school. He's a, he's, a, he's a Louisiana senior, and he has set the bar for the U.S. Mm, how's that? Well, he's received a record-breaking 170 college offers. Let's go! And more than $9 million Dollars Let's go. in scholarships. Yes, Black King. He's 16-year-old. He's a 16-year-old who attends International High School in New Orleans, in New Orleans. And he's applied to 200 colleges. He got into 170. Nice. He has excelled in school. Somehow he, I don't know how, he was promoted to both the 10th and 11th grade. I don't even know how that works. What do you I don't even understand how that that just sounds futuristic. Mm. And uh, he maintained a cumulative GPA of 4.98 while in high school. That's amazing. I didn't know GPAs go past that. All right. Right. (laughs) 4.98. Like, I thought it was 4.0. I thought thought that was the bar. Clearly, no. Ain't no fucking ceilings. Let's go, Black King. That's it, man. That's amazing. Congratulations. Whoever you, whoever's school (laughs) that you exactly decide to go to, like, they are lucky. They'll be blessed. They'll be blessed to have you. Right. In other words, in other words, don't put that part in the show. Here we go. You're obnoxious. (laughs) (laughs) You're obnoxious. This week from our Queen Spotlight, I want to shine a beautiful light on Helen Obiri. She won the Boston Marathon and was her debut. Her debut. She's 33-year-old from Kenya, and it was just her second marathon that she ran. Um, back in March, she run she won the half marathon in New York City. And now she won the um uh, the the marathon in Boston, um, she finished it in two hours, 21 minutes, and 38 seconds. Running the whole time? No. Shout out to you. Couldn't be me. Shout out to you. Couldn't be me. Shout out to you. Yes. That is amazing. That is wonderful. Um, she says she does it for her family. She She says sometimes... She doesn't want to go, but something always tells you to try on and keep on fighting. Um, and, yeah, that the motivation that she, she got was basically from her family and her daughter um, and her husband. So shout out to you, beautiful black queen, Helen, and congratulations. On the way, listeners, who are some influential people in your life who continue to set the bar? Tweet us on On The Way Weekly and let us know. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day. Cause you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. You. You don't need nobody else. Is you trying to see me later? Sending pictures from my phone and flooding up your day. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, 
I realize that I don't have to be perfect. All I have to do is show up and enjoy the messy and perfect and beautiful journey of my life. So I got that from Kerry Washington. I feel like it fits. Um, mainly from this past week that I've been dealing with because I've kind of just been letting whatever happens, happens and mm-hmm. trying not to um, take control so much of what I think should be right. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get frustrated um, at times when I'm trying to deal with things that are out of my control right. and I'm not listening to God saying like, whoa, whoa, I got this and I'm trying to like, no, what? but I have to know how this begins with the middle and how this ends. I need to know that I need to see, you know, and it's like right, right. step back, right. let things happen how they happen. Only control what is in your control right, physically mean. and yeah. in what is challenging and difficult. That means that's not meant for you to try to, to, to control it. Let that, let that ish be. If it's going to be imperfect, let it be imperfect. If it's going to be perfect the way it is, let it be that. That's it. There's nothing else to say. That was it. That was the whole word. Amen. Amen. Well, if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at K-A-H-L-I-L-X-D-A-N-I-E-L and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash music. You can also find all my music streaming on Spotify, Apple, and Tidal, and on my website at KhalilDaniel.com. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. My fitness advice to everyone this week is to make sure that you are properly hydrating yourself um, through food and through water. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way and mochapodcastnetwork.com slash on the way. And if you like what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe and share an episode or the whole entire show with a colleague or someone that you know. We're streaming on Apple, Spotify, Deezer, Google, iHeartRadio, and anywhere that is streaming podcasts. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We stress, we grind one time, three times, two times, me time.